Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! Larry Nance once told me, you know what? I don't like the cold weather, but I love this town. They're in your soul. Cleveland. Cleveland. Mistake by the way. The mistake by you the way. Have, number one. You have the Not Cleveland. Not even debatable. You have the Cleveland, the city of Cleveland. Yes. As the number one fan base. Absolutely. You got to be. Right. Oh, that's a great oh city. God. I mean, this is, this is an abomination. No, it's not. I mean, you have outdone yourself here. Hey, seeing that clip takes me back. You abomination. Be ripping Stephen A. Smith. Listen, Jay. listen. Rip him. I'm going to leave that to you guys. Yeah. I do have some thoughts on yeah. it. But welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, everyone. I'm By the Jay way, Crawford. I've got to interrupt everybody. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Couple of things. First of all, <laughs> all, all it, we're five weeks in. I, I am now officially insulted. We need to change the open. Mike Pulse got to be on there. We got to get Tyvis on there. Okay. We got to get Brad on there. I know he might not fit in the I'm camera, okay. but we got to get him on there. I'm insulted for them. I Are think we, we do need to uh, never cross Never cross my mind. Let's to go. Our, literally never cross. It didn't. You crossed my mind. All right, well. I'm insulted for you even well, though you have a someone done, done, Number one, let's, let's, Do let's, let's, let's clean that up. Gosh darn it. Number two, um, just, it's Can we start is, over? It's not supposed to be a slight. Right, we can't? <laughs> we okay. cannot, no. All right, out. never mind. This is going out live now. Oh, right. Yeah. This All is right. not rehearsal. That's fine. Okay. Um, so, I think the reason that that, and I didn't do it, I don't know yeah. who did it, but the three of us are on every day, that's and true. that's the rotating seat. I'm just causing some trouble. So I mean, know he is. He's rocking the boat over now, here. Now, listen, you were gone yesterday. Let's is go. there anything else like that you want to get off your Well, I heard, I heard the, uh, the snide remark about uh, about uh, Maurice uh, losing 115 pounds over oh, for me. What the, what I was highly mean? insulted oh, by that. Oh, wow. That was, that was me. I had to take ownership of that. I was not insulted that. by Absent that at all. Absent host that uh, shaming. They could give you that motivation. You I did laugh my ass off when Garrett said it was the NAACP show. Yeah, that was very good. That was a great line. Coincidentally, one of my best friends who just texted me is the head legal counsel for the NAACP. Really? There you go. Wow. <laughs> that. He's a big that. Did he approve of the show? He like uh, yesterday's better. He didn't better. see it apparently because he didn't say anything about it. I'm, but yeah. I'm gonna. I, I need that in case I get pulled. I'll get over. you. Wait oh, a minute. Yeah. Are we going without glasses today? No, no glasses today. What's going on? Wow. Is that? Well, he a... might get into a fight with Pat later, so okay. he's got. He got to have the glasses. Pat McMenamin is in, and, and we'll just start by saying he's on the opposite side of Bull and G. Bush <laughs> on this whole Deshaun Watson thing. Yes. Do I need to tell yes. you everything that's on the monitors as the show goes on? I'm like, probably. Pat says the score is yeah. seventeen yeah. Like, Wait. By the way, guys, no I just got word. Steve Becker just told me our executive producer was in town today. Yes. He flew in. We are getting word that Baker Mayfield is going to be the new Pope. Have you guys heard this? I had no idea. Baker is the That's new Pope. The smoke is risen. The smoke is risen. Stop he it. just told me the new Pope. That's I'm great. so excited. Well, he's Actually, got a new he's gig. He's finally getting the respect I, he deserves. I, I, he still have to pay his contract, I asked though. somebody yeah. this the other day. <laughs> is it possible that yeah. there could be a black Pope? Hmm. Interesting. Actually, that wouldn't surprise me. Now I could see. Could there I could be see, a black pope? I could yes. see the papa, uh, sure. the papacy uh, uh, being more. Because dead. when I think of liberal thinkers, I think of people picking popes. Yeah. 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 No, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. See, that, it's, well, but I'll tell you, they've yeah. they've become much more liberal over the last uh, decade. I mean, a little bit. I would mean, you guys have guessed that we would get to the diversity of the pope issue <laughs> this early in the show? <laughs> this early in the show? No, I had the that under on that. Yeah. Stop All right. Lying. Let's get back on track. See what you do when you interrupt the flow at the top of the show. Do you see what you've done? I've just messed up the whole Yesterday, show. Why is my name not in the credits? Get his name in the credits for crying out loud. Get it in there. All right. So if we can, try to take our thinking back to Stephen A. Smith. Right. Yes. Killing please. Christopher Mad Let's Dog Let's stop thinking about yes. yelling on top of each other and get back to Stephen A. Smith. Yes. yes. Right. Please. <laughs> the show is much more easy, yeah. easily digested when uh, it's one voice at a time. That's true. true. Remember that, kids. <laughs> Okay, yesterday on first take, the whole deal was Christopher Mad Dog Russo was yes. on his unleashed rant about the top fan bases. This isn't the best sports city. Yeah. This was top sports fan bases. Yes. And he had Cleveland at number one. You can see Stephen A's reaction. <laughs> I have reached out Son to my it. old friend and coworker. <coughs> he knows I'm unhappy. I haven't heard from him. Yeah. It's not surprising that I haven't. Um, was Russo right? Who wants to start? I mean, first of all, I was I he right. I was, yes, he is. Okay. Now, ultimately, you, you're making me give an answer. 
in reality, it's stupid. It's hard to debate. With you know, there are good sports cities and there are bad sports cities. Certainly, Cleveland is amongst the best. I don't know how we necessarily determine number one, but I will say this: as the only member of the panel did, that did not grow up in Ohio, all right. That and I said this on Twitter yesterday. I have obviously grew up in New York, and people like to knock New York that are not from New York or whatever. I'm still prideful in being from New York. People ask me now. I say I'm a mutt. I'm a half Clevelander, half New Yorker. Right. Right. I, lo- I still love New York. There's things about it I don't like, but I still love it. Yeah, as everybody knows, I'm a Cubs fan. I spent a lot of time in Chicago. I think Chicago is a great city. I worked in Philly for a week. I spent a lot of time there, a lot of time in Boston. A week? You must have great memories. Uh, great memories <laughs> of working a week in Boston. I obviously didn't get the job full-time. Right? You know, I was back to part-time work after that. You blew it, Philly. You screwed up. Not un- you can't not all this. Now not, look. not uncommon for that company. Um, but... Uh, but Cleveland, without a doubt, I will say this, of any place I've spent any kind of time at all, what stands out more than compared to Chicago, New York, Philly, Boston, all, which are all great sports cities, right? They, all, they all belong on that the list. The entire list was great. Right? What stands out, it stood out to me from almost the moment I moved here, is that there is at least mild interest from, I feel like, it's probably, I'm probably not exactly accurate, but there's at least mild interest in sports from it what feels like 99% of the fan base. Probably a little lower than that of the city. Sure. I've lived here 11 years. I think I've met four people <laughs> in 11 years that have no interest in sports. And one is Steve, our director. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? I hey, just Steve, we love you, buddy. Steve don't like sports at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I no, think I have right. met four people yeah. in 11 years. Yeah. yeah. As great a sports town as New York, Chicago, Philly, Boston, all these places are. Now, obviously, they're bigger cities. Sure. But you will meet a ton of people that don't care about sports. Right. A ton. Yeah. In terms of percentage of the people that care about sports, I find it hard to believe that you are going to find a city, I shouldn't even say city, an area, mm-hmm. Northeast Ohio, yeah. and probably even a state, Ohio, period, where you're going to find a higher percentage of people that care because people's identity, to some degree, in this area are tied into the teams, especially the Browns, but your identity, who you are, how you look at yourself, how you feel about yourself, yeah. is tied into the teams more than any place I've ever been and it's not close. Now, there's cities that I think are similar to Cleveland that I don't know as well, so maybe it's not fair. You know, other Midwestern mm-hmm. medium-sized cities, so maybe it's not a completely fair comparison. But of the cities I've spent any significant time in, that stands out. And the idea that people say, well, there hasn't been a lot of winning. Well, you can't hold that against the fans. No, I think that works in our favor. Exactly. We're still coming back, and we haven't won anything. Yeah, right, I now agree. it's fair to criticize. 16 championships. Fair to criticize recent attendance for the Guardians. Yep. Maybe not now, but like, the team has overall been really good. Sure. And attendance has never lived up Why to it. Why not ship. now? There, Check this for me. I'm gonna, I think they're Three second up. to last in the in – the, Yeah. In base- Amani, give me one sec. Okay, I believe yeah. they're – I think they're 27th or somewhere in the, sure. in the very bottom of the – But I think you could be more critical of like 16, 17, 18 where the When they were was. really good. Re- right, when they were World Series contenders. So they're 26th, which is fourth right, from the bottom. Right, which is still not good. That's the one thing you could be critical of. That's the one, you know yeah. – Obviously, Cubs fans took over the, the ballpark for the World Series. But in fairness, I think Cubs fans would have taken over almost every stadium, considering this, how big a fan base they and have. I have thoughts on that. I'll hold yeah. it. Yeah. Mike, yeah. Uh, d- d- I mean, I, we're homers. Okay, we're yeah. all yeah. we're all. I think that Russo that. said it, though, because he and I yeah, don't agree strange. on much. No, Russo, I can tell you, is genuinely impressed with the Cleveland fan Yeah, base. no I, doubt. I met him once. He was on cold pizza. He was writing a book. Yeah. And he sat down and he goes, you're a big Clevelander, right? Big Clevelander. Yeah, he's not. I said, I am. Yeah, yeah, I am. He must have had a really and good experience here or something. He, well, you know what? He said, tell me about the 54 tribe. Tell me, what do you got? Wow. And I said, well, they didn't lose three games in a row yeah. the entire season. And they were swept in the World Series. Mm-hmm. And so I was going on and on. And he, and he was blown away that he someone who it. wasn't even born, not even close to being right. born in 54. Well, he ran into the right psycho, didn't that, he? But yeah, he did. <laughs> he, but he said, he goes, you know what? That falls in line with my experience with mm-hmm. all Cleveland fans. You guys know the history, even though it's brutal and ugly. Yeah. You know it. And you love your teams like no other city. So I, 
I knew that yeah. about Chris. He's a savant. Fifteen for years ago, too. oh, he is. So that's why he appreciated that. Yeah, memory when, when it comes. Couple to baseball. Of, or, couple of things. Obviously, we're homers, so of course that was the right call. I do like seeing the national recognition. Of course, it's always fun to watch uh, Stephen A. Smith meltdown. Although <laughs> it was just so predictable and loud. Yes, it and was. It, I'm, I'm watching that, and then um, who, who else? The other co commentator got involved, and she started yelling too. Um, uh, so now they're all screaming on top of each other, what, what and I'm like, this is Molly. Molly, Molly yeah. Carroll. All right, and I'm yeah. like, and this is she's people, sitting in my old seat. I should know her name. Yeah. People just watch this pro, these this like pro wrestling like thing where they just all scream at each other. That seems very. I, I can't imagine sitting through. Who that. would scream? That's I know. Crazy. Exactly. Screaming, Mike. Try, try sitting through that for ten years. Yeah. No, oh God. I, I have know. partial. I can imagine. A partial hearing loss. But in both the reason ears. that I think that you can make argument, a couple of reasons you can make arguments for Cleveland is one of them is Bulls correct. Everybody here knows about the sports teams, and the important word that you use was cares. They all care because it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean they follow it. doesn't mean they right. even care or like want them to win or anything. They have to hear about it from us, people who do care because <laughs> right. we're so locked in. That's right. How many poor like partners, girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever who are not big sports fans have to live and die through our happiness because we bring it home with us. Yes. You know, like, like yes. some bad news from work and we're just like, Arr! so whether they want to or not, they have to be involved because of our, our engagement. The other thing is, I think Jay's right too, it's the losing that makes us such great fans. Because we've had such a history of losing, it makes us appreciate it when we win. And losing, you actually create more of a foundation and you bond more. Because it's like, I, I'm, I know it's a horrible, com inappropriate comparison, but it's like going to war. You come, like, you come <laughs> back, only you can understand what each other went through. That's true. And that's how it feels as a sports fan at a much lesser level. Veterans, yeah, thank you guys. And ladies. So, but that, that's the comparison is that I think that because we suffer, like Boston fans, they've had so much success. New York fans, there's so much more to do there. They've had so much consistent success. It's hard to appreciate it when you actually do get those good things. And that's why we get so excited. And I think that's what bonds us all. I think, that's, I think you hit the nail on the head. Thanks. Right I'm going to go, guys. No, please don't leave. Oh, all right, we need stick you around. G. Bush, is he right? Of course he's right. Well, um, all for, and, and Bull was right. Um, and, and Mad Dog was right. Everybody is right on this, and, and there's only really a, a couple of teams or a couple of places that can even stand up to this, right? So you look at you like a Green Bay, right? You, you guys like the Packers, but you really don't show no love to the Brewers, right? You go around and you look at some of these other teams, like you talked about in, in well, New York. Well, they're not theirs, though. Yeah, I mean, you talk about New York, right? New York, they, they don't like the Rangers. Like you, people, people don't check it for the Islanders. They weren't checking for the they, New Jersey. They care Devils. about the Rangers. They don't care about the Islanders. Islanders yeah. and Devils are like afterthought. Yeah. Afterthought. So every city has some different places that they really don't care about. What makes what makes uh, uh, the Browns in in this area big is their people when they leave here, they don't give it up. And I'm talking about they go to big cities. They go to San Francisco. They go to find. They go to Texas. They go to Miami. They never leave it. They still continue to support the team. They still continue to find these bars. They continue to, to find other people in conversation like, hey, are you this a Browns backer place? This, where can we watch this? Where can we watch this? And, and only in, in, in no one other team can say this, right? If the Cleveland Browns win a Super Bowl, it will be the biggest Super Bowl in the history of the NFL. It's undisputable. You'll have praise in London. You'll have parades, <laughs> parades in Paris. You'll have parades in South America. Mm -hmm. Like, all over the globe. Parades? Parades. Everywhere. Whole parades. He's promising parades. Egyptian no, no, no. parades. You get a parade. You, you get a parade. <laughs> no, th Will think the about North it. Pole have a parade? Yes. No, no, we ain't going there. Uh, <laughs> but when you look at you, how many, Lima just said, what, 1.6? Yeah, he made number? up that number. He made up that yeah. number. Good move, I'm, I'm going to tell you about this. It's probably on Wikipedia now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Great move. Yeah. Four million for the Browns. Wow, four million. He's national, national holiday. I don't know what's going to happen People downtown. Out of it's going to be it, one more thing to his. Nuts. Sorry, well, it's going to gonna be twelve degrees though. Who cares? One yeah, more thing. Okay. Matter. I, one I more agree. thing to his point, and that was why, like Cleveland fans, just getting behind something like that. I'll never forget going to the. Uh, remember the Cleveland Gladiators arena football team? Oh, sure. Yeah, they went yeah. to the Arena Bowl in like 2010 yes. or something, so 2011. Yeah. Sold the place out. I was no there. one even knew. So was I. <laughs> no one even knew. Like most people were like, "What is this soccer?" Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't even know what I'm at, but I know everybody, we're, we're on board. We're gonna win something, and everybody and came they to lost, get, of course. And they lost. <laughs> right. But well, looking around at that place, just packed, just being like, "Who?" Everyone's still trying to figure out the rules right. during the no, Arena no, Bowl. No. We're like, "So they get the ball back?" And no one what is going on. No one probably could name two players. No, you couldn't. But the place was packed. Yeah. Because we were, we were so excited to be winning something. Yeah. And, yeah. And we we, we don't know nothing about no UFC. Right. You won, you won. UFC yeah. 98. 
Uh-huh. You, you watching that? No, I'm not watching that. Steep we got Stepe in it. Oh, I watch it. I'll be Jessica Evil Eye. Yeah, I'll get a T-shirt. I, all you gotta <laughs> yeah. do, any, any other, t-shirts. any other place, right? There's no other place in the world. Tell me any other team, and and we can debate it. How many people can actually say, if you are a player, you come out and <coughs> say, I wanted to be in Cleveland. Yeah. I needed to be in Cleveland. Oh my God. Cleveland are the best fans. Yeah. This is the best fan base. I love Cleveland, and then you stay here. You are a god. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a couple other things on that note that just sparked. Number one, there are a lot of former players that stay in Cleveland. It's not like this is a vacation destination for people that don't know the area. You know, if you're a former athlete, you probably have a lot of money. You could afford to live wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Right. The, wet, the winter here sucks, as we all know, weather-wise. And yet a lot of players love it so much here that they stay. Yeah. I That's think a that, big thing. I, I think all cities have that. You know, you, you, raise, you start raising your kids here. Yeah. And you don't want to uproot them. You, you like the area. You mm-hmm. know, Joe Charbonneau, when he was here right. last week, said, you know, why, I asked, why are you still here all these yeah. years later? He had no ties to Cleveland other than playing here for right. two years. Yeah. Well, he started his family here and learned right off the bat, it's a great place to raise a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's affordable, right. and so he stuck around. Jay, one other thing real quick before go you go. Another thing, when I worked in New York, okay, for five years in New York, I, I don't remember ever getting a call from somebody saying, oh, yeah, that player's from New York. Like ever. No, Nobody even right. thought about ever. that. You know, no. People don't even care about that. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it. New York's a lot more transient than Cleveland. Sure. Okay, fair. But – here, that's such a big deal. That's if huge. You're, if you're a player from Ohio, even when it shouldn't be, like well, Bernie. Yeah, I mean Bernie wasn't even from. Yeah, we'll overdraft He was from you. Youngstown. Even but, when they yeah. hired Chud, right? Remember Chud? Yes. yes. Like people were excited. He's a from here. He he ate dog biscuits in the dog pound. Yeah. People thought he was gonna be a great coach because he was from here. We drafted Brian Robisky because of it. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Joe Jarevich yeah. sat in this chair and said, yeah. "Man." I, when I was come driving to the stadium, I drove past the Muni Lot uh-huh. and saw people with my jersey on, and I damn near broke down and cried. And he said he did because cry. he was yep. from here. Yeah. He said he started yeah. crying. And dudes it were watching means, that crying it, all yeah, over Medina. Was. Hell, I was sitting here practically. I'm crying. Yep. That's big time. That's like mm-hmm. a scene you see in a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the players driving by the fans, and yep. he looks over and and literally. It just means more here. Okay, before we yeah. move on, I'll just yeah. throw this out there, and it's not going to be popular, but it needs to be said. I, I'm one of them, of course. I think I, I do think that we are the best fans in the country. The only thing that for me is really disappointing was the takeover of Progressive Field yeah. for Game Seven of the 2006. Because there we were, we were right there. That was our best chance to end that 50-plus year drought. Mm-hmm. And I get it. The Cubs fans were offering an entire year's season ticket fee for tickets to one game. Yeah. But I honestly was surprised and disappointed that so many fans sold those tickets because we had been waiting nearly as long. You have to take for that. You do have to look at this mathematically though. Yeah, there's a lot Let's more I know couple, there's a lot, lot more money, money and a lot, lot more, yeah. more money and and that's a le- lot less impoverished area for people, too. I understand. And there are some I, people. Listen, and I'm not saying anybody's but, but broke who had season tickets. That's for my the point. That's my point. Right. I was You're just right. going to make that but, point. So, but there, there are plenty of middle class and lower middle there class are. people where that could be. If you get the right, like, jerk Cubs, uh, Cubs fan who just is just like, I'll pay. Twenty thousand dollars to make to see this finally happen. That's your kid's tuition for that. Next but it, year. I, I'm just bringing it up because it is a blemish on our fans. Yeah, it is. But sick. I believe and our attendance. Yes, and over the, the and last and MLB for letting, great for their game and MLB yeah. for letting that happen by letting uh, outside ticket places yeah. sell tickets too. Like but I believe true. Cubs fans would have taken over any stadium, including Yankee Stadium. Maybe not to this degree. But I don't know. That they, they, I don't think they would have taken I've over Yankee to, Stadium. I've, I was I at don't. a Cub, I was at a Cubs game at Yankee Stadium regular season, and there were an absurd amount well, of Cubs of fans. Of course, because that's an event too. Yeah. And the Yankee to the Yankees fans, it wasn't. Yeah, but how but many Yankees titles do the Yankees? Another, oil, and how many titles so do they have? I yeah. get that. I understand Except, that. But yeah, I, I know how much yes, that 2016 World you. Series would have meant to me personally. And I was just surprised when the game ended after the final out. All the Cubs fans descended down to the field level rows. Yeah, and I was absolutely it was awful stunned. Yep, how yeah how many Cubs fans were in our stadium 
celebrating our world. I'm so glad I was too drunk at that point to realize I wish I had going on. I think, and I I wish the uh, Guardians would have won one year and the Cubs would have won the other. That would have been better for me. They were the Indians, and you can call them the Indians. I I uh, if they if they had played any other team but the Cubs, I think it would wouldn't have been anywhere close to that. But unfortunately, by the way, I passed up a chance to go to Game Seven because I was, I did, man. Why? Why? Because why you're it? a Cubs fan, and you because didn't want I'm to a get... Cubs fan, and I didn't want to celebrate if they won. In front that would, that of... That's like the classiest that, thing I've ever heard. That would have been an L for Bull. That would been an L. No, it would have been very, very bad for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, you could have wore like a hat and yeah. hid in the back like I just that. Didn't want to do yeah. that. No, that's, I didn't that's want smart. To do that. Smart guy. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move it on to. Um, we love lists. Oh, yeah. I mean, we love lists. Yes. Oh, a good yes. list. Usually, we react to other people's lists and say how stupid they are. Yes. We're going to do it a little differently today. Yes. Okay. I'm going to ask you guys to rank the Browns skills position players, which we've determined are wide receivers, tight ends, and running backs in the AFC. Are they top three in the AFC? Are they top five? Are they top ten? Hmm. Mike, you seem like you're, you're highly engaged. No, with this I'm not starting. Oh, you're starting oh, you, you were grabbing notes and you were on, really excited about this. We want you know. first. No, I, I don't know. I really can't. I don't know the whole comparison thing. I I, I don't know every single uh, skill position in, in the AFC. But here's the see. I'm scared of Cincinnati, uh, and I think that that could be that, that they're terrifying to me. Their wide receivers are obviously a better. That's a better situation. Although I think I do think Mixon's a bit overrated. He hasn't had. I mean, Ooh. he had one really good year, but he's obviously a threat. And then I'd put, I mean, probably Buffalo, I guess. And then I think probably Browns number three. Over Kansas City. Over Kansas City just because they lost, I feel like they lost a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that those would be my top three. All right. G? Top three. Hmm. I, this, this, this one is tough for me um, because I look from roster to roster. I look at what Josh Allen is able to do, right? They got digs. Not much of a running game, but, it, but the passing game is damn good. I got to put them um, coming in. I would put them at, at number two right now. Kansas City. Wait, you would put Buffalo at number two or Cleveland number two? No, no, Buffalo at number two. Who's number one? Well, we'll oh, you're going up. Yeah, we're I going see up. what you're doing. Uh, I still gotta put. I still gotta put them doggone. I still gotta put them doggone uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs at, at number one. I'll put them at one. Uh, Kansas City. They did lose Tyreek Hill. They did get Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, but. Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes, and 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 I don't think losing Tyreek Hill is. I think that can get them to a point where they may not necessarily make the Super Bowl, but they'll still be an AFC champion. They still have Kelsey. They still got Kelsey. They'll still be there. They yeah. Hardman has to Hardman. If 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 he Harden Hardman doesn't do anything, that's going to be a, that's going to be all on him to take that position. At three is where I, I really come down to the Bengals or the Browns, right? Because the Bengals have shown me that they can do, have what it takes. Anytime you got a guy like Joe Burrow can throw for 500 yards back-to-back weeks, and he did it against Kansas City. Yeah. So I take a look at their – they by far have the best receivers in, in the division. They have the best receiving core in the AFC. So if you take a look at that and look what they have, I would put them at three, and I would then put the Browns kind of a little bit below them just for the simple fact that you have to factor this in. I don't know when Deshaun Watson is ever going to play. Yeah, I, I got I, I can't. Well, I, we're not including quarterback. No, wide right? receivers, tight ends, so just running back, back. wide receivers. Oh, yeah, but, but still, but, but still. wide receivers would uh, be okay. better with I got you. So yeah, if Watson ain't going to play, Jacoby Brissett is throwing to, to right. these guys. So you have to take that into consideration. Donovan Peoples-Jones becomes a lot yeah. better receiver, and that's a different conversation. Yeah. And the Browns have the best running back. But if you're looking at the to- best running back group, but the totality of it, I got to put them. I got to put them. At number four, if I had to pick it. Do you know Cincinnati's tight end's name currently? Yes. It's, well, who is it? uh, well, he's a they, fan. No, they, it's drawn uh, a blank on it. They, signed, uh, they just signed him from the – He was, got hurt He was at the year. Ravens. It's and he, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst, right, right. But that's my point is yeah. that's the other weak spot probably. For like, who knows? Uh, he's decent. He's but a who decent knows? tight end. You don't know how that guy's going to – Yeah, yeah, you no, know? no, no, no. So, but that, that was the other thing at Cincinnati is I don't know what's going on there. I, 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 but here's the thing. Yeah. I, their receivers are too – like you can look at Higgins – you look at uh, Chase and you look at Joe Mixon. Now you can argue whether Joe Mixon where he's at in that pecking order, but don't that right there. That's a running game. The offensive line has gotten better. And on top of that, they got the three best receivers. If Hayden Hurst can give him anything. They'll be in that mix for me. I still have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs because I know what Kelsey can do. I know what Patrick Mahomes is going to do. Now here their, their problem is are they going to run the ball a lot? 
when you look at uh, the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're not going to run the ball. They're not going to beat you up. The Browns yeah. running game really carries them. I think it's 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 a it's a three A or three B between Cincinnati and Cleveland when you talk about the skill positions because I like I like Injoku better than I like Hurst. All right, um, Where you there's got there's some really good ones that you guys have left out. Let me mention a few. The Oakland Raiders. Yep. They got Devontae Adams. Yeah. They've got Hunter Renfro, who's a very underrated wide yep. receiver. And is only going to be better only with Adams better. in that offense. They, of these teams, besides Kansas City, because Kansas City is not in my top five anymore. Wow. Uh, at best, they're fifth. So, so Oakland, uh, for me, is fourth. Okay? They, uh, they, they've got... They've got Darren Waller, who's an underrated, under the radar tight end. Yeah, I don't really even know good. that he's under the no, radar he, anymore. He, well, I he guess had games I, last year where they, the, the defense knew he was going to get the ball and they couldn't stop him. Yeah, he's and, becoming that Kelsey and and Josh Jacobs, solid running back, solid. not spectacular, but right. he's solid. I got the Browns at three. Uh, they're weak at second wide receiver. They're average at tight end. They have one, but. Their running back group is so good that it brings them up to three. Yes. Uh, in terms of depth, I don't think the Browns are top three, but in terms of eliteness, they are because the running game is so good. And where do you have the – we haven't heard the Chargers. I have the Chargers, the Chargers at I five. Was, I have the Chargers the char- at I, five ahead of the Browns. I forgot the Chargers, too. And yeah. they, they're five because they're in, their running back, Austin Eckler, is highly underrated. Yes. But they don't have another back. Their other backs are all terrible. Keenan Allen, one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. They don't have who's that? I can't even think of who their tight they end. They signed Mike Williams back. They signed Mike yeah, Williams. I, can't think of their, I don't think they have offense. a standout tight end. That well, I'm Jared Cook's their tight end. So, oh, Jay, yeah, he's Cook. not very good. I, he's older. I he's mean, all right. Do, does that stay your top three? Do the Browns stay your top three though? If it's Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, same skill position. I, I was okay, not big. factoring that in for me. Here's number two, and then nobody's mentioned this team, and they're really good. The Denver Broncos. I was going to say yeah. that they're going to okay? be sneaky good. First of all. Their backfield is right there with the yeah. Browns. Yeah. Maybe a pinch below. Javante Williams as a rookie last year was phenomenal. And Melvin Gordon is the most underrated running back in all of football. Hmm, all this guy does is perform, and people want to like, yeah, he's not that good. The fantasy community hates him. He catches both of those guys. Both of those guys are well-rounded running backs, okay? Denver's got three good wide receivers. They got Jerry Judy. They got uh, coming off injury, I can't, and now yeah. and now Russ is running the show, and, and Russ is running so the show. Everybody's yeah. going to be better. Uh, but the Bengals are definitely number one, and people can accuse me of being biased. I try to keep my fandom out of it. Yeah. But the Bengals ha- are elite at wide, by far the best wide receiving core in the AFC. I I don't think even think it's close. I think I agree with that. And Joe Mixon, I don't agree, is overrated. Now I don't think he's as good as as Nick Chubb. Who's behind? And him? the Bengals don't have a good number two yeah. running back. But Joe Mixon is a top 10 NFL running back. So you have a very good running back, the best wide receiving core, and a serviceable tight end. Yeah. So I, I, I got them number one. Your point, Mike, that he's had one good year. I think we've now seen Mixon in the offense of the future for the Bengals mm-hmm. yeah. with that wide receiving core that really emerged last year. They already had good guys, but I think they went from, you know, top five in the AFC, yeah. way up the food chain, I think, because of the rookie wide receiver that – you know, Chase comes in there and is immediately changing everyone's life. The right. way teams defend yeah. them. The way you wouldn't every- trade Chase for any wide receiver in the NFL. I don't know that I would because no. he's so young. Yeah, and yeah. He had plus the chemistry with Burrow. So it's you there. Do that. It's right. there. Yeah. It's, they've been working on it for years but, when they were together at LSU. I can't quite put the Bengals at number one. I think, guys, it's the it's the Bills' turn. I think the Bills. I just don't like any. I, I, I know you don't Stephon like their running Diggs, backs, I but I don't like their running backs or they don't have a tight I, end either. To, really. to G. Bush's point, I think the Bills are at the stage now where here's what they're saying. They're wearing it on their shirts walking into the stadium. Yeah. We're throwing it 50 times. See what you That's can do it. to stop it. Hmm. That's and, it. And last year, it worked. Now, it didn't work all the way to where they wanted it to, yeah, but I think they're a year deeper into this all in commitment on the pass game. Yep. At some point, they are going to have to run the ball. We but they know have that. no. Stephon Diggs is their only elite skill position player. Let me, let me ask player. you this: I would, well, I, I would, I as mean, the Browns fans, I would rather play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, right? Than Allen. If if you if you guys in the Bengals, I think the Bengals will say, "Hey, give me the Chiefs. I don't want no parts of Josh Allen." Them like everybody. The Chiefs are great, but right now Josh Allen is knocking on the door. That's five thousand yeah, yards. I, I, and he's running the I ball. Think you, I was not that's fa- the key. To me, the quarterback he's- was a non-factor, and that's why the, in this conversation, that's and that's why, it. 
It's a different argument. And that's why I, I had the Bills and Chiefs it lower. It is a different argument. Yeah. So the reason the Browns aren't in my top five is because of the quarterback. So, again, I know that yeah. we're not counting the quarterback in this equation. Yeah. But let's face it, the quarterback is the hub to that wheel. So right. then you are putting the quarterback in this you equation. You can't have this discussion without it. Well, then we should have had two lists. Yeah. One with Jacoby Brissett and one well, with Deshaun I just look at the reality of, okay, who is your quarterback? Right. I'm not factoring that player into my – but you're right. I mean, mm. you can't do that math without figuring out who's running the I was the judging offense. them in a vacuum based on just those players. Well, okay. but that's, that's how I look at it. In a vacuum, and I was is judging Travis based- Kelsey is good in Kansas City if Jacoby Brissett is their quarterback? No. No. Right. So I was judging them based on a Google on the car ride here. <laughs> just that, to be you know, That might be the best approach. Yeah. I just – so I, I, I'd have the Bills at number one. I still think the Chiefs, again, I know it's not in this equation, but – as long as Mahomes is the trigger guy in that offense, he's going to make everybody on the field better. So I had to factor that into my equation. I still have the Chiefs at number two. I think the Bengals at number three. Yep. The Chargers. I, I with Eckler is so Love good yeah. and so diverse yeah. at what yeah. that guy brings to the table. And I think their quarterback is going to be. In, he's already yeah, in the discussion. Guys, yeah. you know what's so devastating about this? Just doing this exercise right here just points out the fact that. No matter, and I want everybody to drill down on this, understand yeah. this. It does not matter if you get Deshaun Watson or not. Five, six, seven, ten years down the line, we are sitting here saying the Browns could still not even be in the Super Bowl. That's how good That's the how AFC good the is. Yes. is right now. Yes. That's yes. it. Thanks. We haven't talked about Carr. We, we, we pushed Russell Wilson aside, not to mention Ryan Tannehill had a bad year last year, but the, the Titans won the division. I, I think they're yeah. going to go backwards, though. They I, lost their best receiver. Their defense is super good. It is. Their defense but is going to carry them this year. And broader I, question for the grownups. <laughs> That's you guys. Why, why is the AFC? Why is that imbalance? How did that imbalance happen all of a sudden? Because all the happened? young, good quarterbacks are See, in the AFC. So, how, But I, I understood, like, how did it happen? Because though? it puts more pressure on the teams that don't have elite yes. quarterbacks uh-huh. to I go see. out and get right. Them. Yes. And right. Denver, right. Denver was in that mix. Yep. The Browns Cleveland was in that mix. Now, obviously Houston's already in the AFC, sure. but I just think that part of it's just fluke. You yeah. know, yeah. it's just random. But when oh. you look at the list of quarterbacks in the AFC, to your point, I don't think the number of teams has any been hot has ever been higher than it will be this year for teams that you could say at the beginning of the season, could legitimately go to the Super Bowl. Hmm. Usually oh, sure. in the AFC, there's three or four. There's ten. New England always used to be. And yeah. by the way, and they still in. Don't be kicking dirt on the Patriots. Right, they're still yeah. there. Because I don't consider them a Super Bowl. I know contender. you don't, but yeah. a lot of people. But do. some people do. A lot of people do. McNuggets, you got something? Yeah, you, you guys have missed it. On. Well, you missed the obvious team, the Dolphins. Getting Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. with Jalen yeah. Waddle. They signed Raheem Mostert. They re-signed right, Mike Gusecki. You take Again, the quarterback out of the equation, the skill position themselves yeah. are really good. We're yeah. taking quarterback out of the equation, right? But you still have to take into account who's getting the football. I'm just to these saying guys. The, the question is of the skill position players look at like from a Madden standpoint. Yes, that's how Madden ratings would be. That's, how, that's yeah. how I was judging it, Mike. You're that's right. how the question was poised. You're right. Miami's the East Coast. a good team. I don't like their running game though. They did sign Mostert though from yeah, but uh, San Francisco. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. So let's bring in Aditi, I, our favorite. Yeah. Non in studio yes. okay. part of the panel, Aditi. Wait, Kinkum you just Bala. put Aditi then over Leroy Horde? Yeah. We love them all. We love them all. DeQuell's in studio tomorrow. Well, <laughs> let's put it this way. She's our favorite today. By far. <laughs> By far. Jeez. Okay. But that's only because you have Pat in the studio after me, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm not even saying yes. Aditi has some explaining to do though, Aditi. Your tweet this morning got people fired up. What, what, what was her tweet? I didn't see it. I don't know she what I tweeted. Responded to morning. your tweet, Jay. I didn't see oh. it. I don't look at Twitter. I, I, I have to admit, you just tweet? someone Is that the writes way that, it that goes? for me. I cut it. I paste it in a tweet, and I hit send, and that's the last I look at it. Wow. Do you even read it? Do you read it before no. you put it out there? I, I actually do. I edit it. I made a couple of changes to today's, and put oh. it into our, you know, my own words. But <laughs> once I hit send, I'm done. Like I don't. So if you replied, do you I, never read your mentions? Never. I'm you always trying to mentions. make weekend plans with you. Why? There. This makes so much sense. Now. <laughs> see, I wasn't blowing it you makes off. Makes so much just, sense now. I don't see it. Right. Uh, Aditi, I learned a long time ago that it's the world's largest bathroom wall, and I try not Fair. to put too much stock into anything because 
anybody can grab a megaphone. So I don't listen to anybody that might tell me I'm great and I'm doing a wonderful job or anybody that tells me I absolutely suck and I should go dig a hole and jump in it. Mm -hmm. I just, I learned a long time ago, that's an awful way to live your life. And I worked with Skip Bayless, who one time showed me his mentions. <laughs> and I wanted to die for Skip. <laughs> I had such secondhand embarrassment that I just decided that this is a this is a community that I don't know that I want to live in that. Mm. And some of See, the, you know, you know what, some of the awful I, I things that are I think that that's very healthy, but this is what the issue is. So much of what we do is about interacting with the yes. people that support the work that we do. That's where and I lean on Mike. Those interactions can be really engaging. They can yeah. be fun. They can be rewarding. <laughs> when I announced that I was leaving the NFL Network, my goodness, reading those mentions carried me for weeks at a time that, okay, oh, this cool. is a yeah. decision. It's going to be okay. And, you know, the mentions can also be awful. Yeah. For sure. So it's healthier to sometimes ignore them or tune them out, as you said. But um, I don't. I haven't figured out the balance. I haven't it's hard just to yet. Find, it's, 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 it is. It's hard to find that balance. It's sorry, Didi. It's hard. It is hard to find that balance because I think if, if, if you know a lot of people, most people are bothered by when people say something nasty, even if we pretend yeah. we're not bothered by it. Something somebody right. says really nasty, but you got to realize that ninety-five percent of the people are you know complimentary or neutral. And you got to try your best to ignore the people that are real Here's jerks the, on there. But you know what? Like, I no, like to interact with the jerks. good people that are asking me questions also, or whatever. I think the mistake that people make with Twitter, and, and now we're realizing that as as perhaps the number of fake Twitter accounts yeah, yeah, yeah. is coming out, right. and it's you know far more than the 5% that Twitter had been claiming. Mm -hmm. There are some estimates that it's as high as 22% yeah. that, are, wow. that are... So, And the other thing is, too, I think there's... They had claimed just under 300 million users. And this is a worldwide platform. Right. There's 350 million Americans. Right. So I think the, the yes. mistake we make is to look at this and say, well, you know, everyone's saying. Right. Yes. No, they're not. No doubt. No, that's, they're not. That is true. So I think, I just well, say, we still don't also, have the It's also a very, very vocal minority. Oh, yeah. you know, absolutely. Like you said yes. about it, Adam, or like for me, the Steelers fans on Twitter attack me so vociferously, are constantly at my throat, are calling me dingbat, whatever. That's Ugh. never happened to me in public. Not yeah, once right. ever. No. Has exactly. any Steelers fan ever come up to me. It's another reason I don't want to live in that community. <laughs> but wait, we still don't know the tweet. What is the tweet did that I she sent? Did I set myself up for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> what is the tweet you sent that got people fired up? Do you know what it is? Or Mike, well, I think it it's probably just Jay saying that he's going to ask me, is Cleveland really the best sports town? Okay. And so I simply responded, does he expect an honest answer and for me to still actually remain living in the city of Pittsburgh? <laughs> okay, so what's the honest answer? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. So yeah. what is? No, we need an honest answer. Yes. Well, no, I mean, I do as I drink out of my Pittsburgh Penguins cup, okay? Yeah. Boo. Pittsburgh people, this is the Penguins cup, Penguins cup. You don't yeah. have a hockey team. What do you mean, boo? All right, yeah, I guess we Yeah. Wait, we got the, the monsters. We got the NHL team. We got blue. We jacks. got the either lumberjacks or monsters, lumber something jacks. like that. I don't know. <laughs> we uh, do have the monsters. Okay. No, Whatever but yeah, we understand. Be. What you're saying is you're yeah. essentially being held captive in North Korea, and you, <laughs> you and you're not allowed to say what you really what feel. What I can say. Yeah. What I can say is that I love, love, love Cleveland sports fans. And I actually did just have this conversation with a gentleman on the plane when I was flying from L.A. to Chicago. The passion, the commitment, and the loyalty after so many years of heartache, after having, let's just take the Browns, having your team ripped out from under you, basically in the middle of the night, and then being subjected to this decades of whatever you want to call it, whatever adjective you want to use, and to still continuously come back and have so much passion and fight and believe in your team and cheer on your team. I just, I think that there's something tremendous about that. I think the same of Cavaliers fans. I mean, LeBron comes, you think it's going to be the most amazing thing. And then Lamar ta LeBron takes his talents to South Beach and oh, great. So I think that I love the passion in Cleveland. I love the nature, the blue collar fight of the fan base. I love that Cleveland in many ways is like Pittsburgh, a very underrated city. You know, it's far more beautiful, I think, than people realize. It's got a much better food scene, is really sophisticated. We talked about this a few weeks ago when the draft was in Cleveland. I had the opportunity to get to show off the city of Cleveland and how many NFL fans found out so much more about the city 
and its fan base and its community than just looking at First Energy Stadium. So I love Cleveland as a sports city. Another reason that I love Cleveland as a sports city is that there aren't a gazillion, while there are, there's more to offer than you think, there's not a gazillion distractions. You know, like we were coming from LA on the plane and we were talking about Rams fans. Well, in LA, there's a million things to do. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like you're at the Super Bowl and there were just as many Bengals fans in the stands as there were Rams fans. And that's because Bengals fans are diehard in the city of Cincinnati. There's just not as many distractions and there's a greater sense of community. We're in this together to root for our team. And that's what you feel in Cleveland. That's what yeah. you feel in Pittsburgh. There are cities that are like that where it brings you together. So, yes, Cleveland is a great, great, great sports city i refuse to say it is number one of all however many were ranked she, no. she did a nice job she did a nice no, job I thought she, she did all right. that and very well. well nice way of saying that nice way of saying too that one of the reasons it's so good is because of our lack of entertainment options thank you <laughs> and culture appreciate that <laughs> so like you just got to you got nothing else it's that or just joe burrow said that we'll about go ahead now dd let's get down to this 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 brass tax with this for me I like the, the 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 comment of you guys have the best fans. For me, yeah, I call that a backhanded compliment. Mm-hmm. See, from where I, I want my team to be good, right? Mm-hmm. So okay, it, it's almost as if you you're, you meet a beautiful young lady and she friends box you. Like mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you're just like my brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you're great to talk to. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you really do. You so uh, smart. You do a great job of counseling me when my boyfriend is acting up. <laughs> I mean, you do a great. <laughs> and then they they friends box you. When the media gives us best friends award, that means that is the citizenship award. You didn't make the merit roll. You didn't make the honor roll. I want my team to be good. I would rather take. You can be a great sports town and be but, good teams, too. but we're not known for that. No, that's true. And so they See, give us that I award and then tell us that's not Aditi's fault. I, I get it, but no, they but give gee, us. A- I completely disagree because I think being a great sports city is the entire experience of being a sports fan in the city. And so if the fans are great, if the fans create a good community, if the fans know how to tailgate, that's all part of being a great sports city. Who cares if your team wins whatever, 10 division titles in a row, but nobody goes to the games or nobody cares. I, I, the I mean, only that's thing, not a great sports the city. The Rams I want this. are great. Los Angeles is not a great sports city. Sorry. They had it's dozens not. of fans at their parade. I, I, I don't know that we should I kill mean, the Rams. I mean, I mean, I mean, I want this. I want to raise the trophy. I think that goes into, I, I think that goes into. But we into, did with the Cavs. No, no, we talk Browns. Oh, <laughs> We're about to. Does that, does that, that mentality that I just brought give insight into why the Browns made the move for Deshaun Watson? They don't, they're tired of losing. They're tired of being known as the lovable guy. They want to win and they did everything in their power to do so. Is that half of the reason why the Haslam's? Because we're trying to get into their mind. Of, why would you do this? Why would you be so egregious? Why I mean, would I you- think that's the only reason. I think that's the only reason, right? You believe that this is a quarterback, a generational talent who could help your team win. And it's everything else should have been considered. You are sitting here and thinking about that and at what cost. But I think the number one driver is winning. And that was that. I mean, I agree with you, G. I agree that you can do, you want to win, but at what cost? And I think that that was not necessary. Maybe that cost was, I don't know, um, minimized, not realized, not fully acknowledged. We have yet to see, but if you are asking, did they do this because they want to win? Obviously, you know, they're they're not running a rehabilitation of images (laughs) program here. Yeah, no, it's the only reason they did it because it gave them the best chance of winning. Aditi, right before you came on, we were having a debate where I was destroying both G and J who embarrassingly said that Buffalo and Kansas City have better skill position talent than Cincinnati uh, and the Browns, frankly. Mm. I don't know. Tell, tell them how lost in the soup they are. Look, running back wide receiver. Yeah, I, I have a hard time. That's a loaded question. Saying of that course. either has better skill position talent than Cincinnati. 
I mean, I think one could argue that I'd rather, I mean, it's hard because Joe Burrow is still getting back to full form. So if you have Josh Allen, no, Patrick but, not, Mahomes, but wait a second, Joe Burrow. Aditi, sorry to okay. cut you off, but we were, we were told <laughs> just running back wide receiver tight end, not even, not oh, even okay. including the quarterback. So I didn't think it was okay. even close. It complicates things. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. You don't think that of the three Mixon is the best running back? Mixon is definitely the best running back of the three. Okay, so that's yeah, the no, Bengals right there. And the Bengals and then have the best wide receivers, receivers of the three. I would rather have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd than any other threesome. So it's easy for you. Bengals, best, best yeah. skill position talent in the AFC. Yes. Not even If you're close. excluding quarterbacks. Yeah, if we you're are. Excluding quarterbacks. You didn't mention tight yeah. end where the Chiefs have, again, a huge advantage. Right, but they have no other yes. – the Bengals have better running backs and better – in fact, the Chiefs' number one wide receiver would be fourth on the Bengals' depth chart. Yeah, so you're sitting here and you're – do the Chiefs have the best tight end? Yes, of yeah, course they do. Sure. But I would argue that the Bengals have the better running backs – running running back room and the better uh, wide receiver room. Yeah, see, so the like, reason the this is so – well, the reason it's so tough is because I, I think the discussion should have included Best. quarterback. You, the assumption is the quarterback's not a skill position? It's not. It's a quarterback. But how is it not? Oh, there's no skill it's needed skill. For, to play quarterback. Well, it takes skill yeah. to play offense. But it doesn't make any sense, Mikey McNuggets. A... You have to include the quarterback. But even if you, I agree with the Didi. Even if you include the quarterback, it's still Just a reminder, it's June, everybody. I would still take Mahomes over. I would take Mahomes Guys, over yeah. Burrow. If all three are on the board, who are you taking? How are you ranking those three? I'm taking Mahomes. I would take Mah- yes, I would take Mahomes over Burrow, but I think the the gap between those two is much small. The gap at, that the advantage the Chiefs would have at tight end at quarterback is lesser combined than the gap the Bengals would have at running back and wide receiver. You know what? I think I would take Burrow over Mahomes. Wow, Ooh. that's crazy. Wow. It's not crazy. No, it's not crazy because there's, we're splitting hairs. If you throw Allen, yeah. Mahomes, yeah. Burrow, right. or even throw Watson it's, in it's there. Now, Bur- Burrow's got like to do it. Burrow's got to do it another year. I do want to Burrow's got to do it in at least one more year. Sure. Yep. That's why I'd still put those. I'd put Allen and, and Mahomes ahead of Burrow right now. Me personally, as a fan, if you'd said to me as a Bengals fan, would you trade Burrow for Mahomes or Allen? I would not. But if I'm making an independent list, I would put those guys ahead of Burrow right now. Can I Can I tell you just why? Can I tell you why I'd take Burrow sure. over Mahomes? And I don't even know how to put Allen in this conversation because I love Allen too. So now I'd, if you're asking me about Allen versus Burrow, I'm having a problem <clears throat> here. And it is splitting hairs. The only reason I'm saying that at this moment, and again, my mind could change next year. You're right. Let's see what the body of work is and how right. things continue. But I was on the field at the AFC title game, and I saw Mahomes completely, totally, entirely flummoxed and deer in the headlights-ish and unable to kind of close things out there. Hmm. I mean, they did ultimately get that last field goal that tied the game and sent it into overtime. But then again, through the pick, I have not seen Joe Burrow flummoxed. I mean, he is Joe Cool for a I reason. Know. He looked pretty he looked ordinary crazy against, the against the Browns. He looked really ordinary against the Browns in the 41-14 loss in Cincinnati. You mean in the second, in the Odell Beckham week, when Denzel Ward picked him off and yes. raced it 99 we're, yards we're clinging to this. We're clinging yeah. to that. That's all we have. That's all we have. Just let us have that, please. All right, yeah, go ahead. Oh, Burrow had a couple that. of bad there games this year. That wasn't the only bad game he played. Aditi, Aditi. No, but listen, Aditi was very ordinary in that game. Right, but that doesn't I mean, mean he was flummoxed. He no, didn't but play she said, well. I've never seen him like that. I'm just saying, I saw him like that. Right, he did Cleveland. not no, play well. That. He didn't play well against the Bears last year days. either. First of all, first of all, remember, Joe Burrow was fresh off of that knee surgery, right? It hadn't even been a year by the time right. he played that November game. And so each week we saw him have more confidence in the knee and what he could do, how he could bleed out of the pocket a little bit. So obviously he was playing his best, or he was much better at the end of the season than no he was question. at the start and the middle. No I'm saying it's about an attitude. It's, you know, again, like whatever we want to say about Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger never gave up. There was never a game. And sometimes it was to his detriment. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you need yeah. to throw the ball away, live to see another down. Ben Roethlisberger never, ever, ever thought that he was out of a game. And so similarly, I have never seen Joe Burrow. Have I seen him have bad games? Yeah. Have I seen him be unable to do certain things? Yeah. But I've never seen that look like, 
Right. Oh my God, what am I going to do now? Or how are we going to figure this out? Or we're lost or I give up. I've just never seen that. All right, that's Especially when he was taking more of a beating than any other quarterback totally in the league. Flustered. I, I, you know, Aditi, one of the greatest stats in the history of the NFL, and I hope you know this because I'm going to throw it out there and I don't know the exact number, but I believe the number of regular season games that Ben Roethlisberger played in that didn't have playoff implications may have been like one. <laughs> Yeah, that's or, or or two. Yeah, I will. It's 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 something it's absurd ridiculous. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every always. game that guy played, I know there was playoff implications involved, which is stunning to me. I will be haunted for so long for by images of him. We'd be like Browns would be up like seventeen at halftime all the time against Met nothing. Pittsburgh, and he'd come out and I'd be like, "We got him!" And then you look in his eyes, just like, "No, you don't." And then, sure enough, it just slowly starts turning this, around. This is why it was such a nightmare. This I, is, I'm so glad he's gone. This is why I, I got I got I got laser pinpoint focus. I don't forget nothing. Joe Flacco ran through us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Andy, he sucks. Andy Dalton ran, th- and, and oh. Ben Roethlisberger did whatever he wanted. I want and them, Ben Roethlisberger's a heinous. I want being. them to burn. I want. I don't wish nothing good on the Steelers. I hope the rookie plays like crap. I hurt. I hope Trubisky. He comes in. He plays horrible too. I'm not rooting for him. Mm-hmm. I don't even wear their colors. At the end of the day, payback is a you know what, and I'm waiting to get it. Let's let's get this season going. Okay. All right. I'm the ready. season can't come fast. Where do the Browns? Wait, so you rank never for wear you? yellow? Is that what you're saying? You just you never. have that's nothing. A, that's in a your lie. I lied on that. I wore yellow. yellow. I had. A, I got. I think I got a black and yellow hat. I retract that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, he's being fair at least. See, Indeed, hey, new, you new think the, I actually think the Browns' skill position, talent, again, if we're not including quarterback, is is better than the Chiefs and Bills also. What say you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Logic okay, so I now. haven't seen Amari Cooper in this offense and how he'll be utilized. Let me think. Um, the tight ends, yes, superior. Running backs, yes, superior. Um so you're saying you like Cooper over Diggs? No, right? I like Diggs. Diggs is better than Diggs Cooper, but I think the Brown. I think the Browns. You know, uh, well, it's Cooper and a whole bunch of guys who haven't proven anything yet. Right, but uh, the well, Bills don't Donovan have Donovan People Jones. We've seen enough of him, right? Yeah, yes, we have. Anything on the Bills. I agree with that. <laughs> who's proven anything on the Bills besides Diggs? That kid, what's his name, had a good end to the season. You're right you're in the right. playoffs, McKenzie. Is that? I can't even think of his name right now. But they have nothing at running back. Nothing. Right. Right. And their tight I mean, end they is nothing. Been able to run well, well. Josh yeah, Allen I mean, is I think you game. make a fair point. Yeah, I do think you make a fair point. And the Chiefs' skill position talent outside of, of uh, Kelsey is a average well, they have or worse. Juju now, don't forget they have Juju. <sighs> yeah, but Juju's done nothing since since Antonio Brown left Pittsburgh. Brown left. Juju's been a nothing. Yeah. So you telling me, Bull, yeah. that you're making a case for the Browns having the number one offense? No. no. He you didn't know, say that. He's still no. got Cincinnati. He's got Cincinnati I, I at number would just one. I sit here and I would say that yeah. I think Juju will have a better year I in Kansas too. City simply by virtue of playing with Mahomes and because of the attention that Kelsey will draw. When yeah. Juju's one on one, he wins. The trouble is, he's not a true number one receiver. And so we saw that. Whenever he played with Antonio Brown and Antonio was drawing the defenses, right. Juju capitalized on getting the ball. You know, and that's what you have to do. Again, if, if, if A.J. Green is doubled and the ball goes to Marvin Jones, you could count on Marvin Jones to catch the ball and score and do what he needed to do. So Juju right. could do that because the attention wasn't on him. When Juju was the one and the defenses were on him, he's just not a guy that regularly beats double, triple teams or a defense that's yeah. clouded towards him. My but in only... Kansas City, the defense is going to cloud towards Kelsey, not Juju. You're right. That's true in theory. It, my only argument is that... Even with Kelsey and Tyreek Hill in Kansas City, there was no other receiver in the entire time those guys were there that ever had a standout season. You know, we just, Mikey McNuggets just showed us Schwartz, who I keep wanting to call Mitchell Schwartz, and Mitchell Schwartz has been gone forever, but Anthony Schwartz. I'm very, very curious to see the jump that he takes. Mm -hmm. I was at his pro day two years ago. There's no question how fast he is. The question was, how does he track a ball? How does he catch a ball? All of the same things. You know, obviously he was raw a year ago, but you want the biggest jump to come from year one to year two. What do we see out of him? And what does he give this team? And is yeah. he that element of kind of spreading the field in a certain way? Can he be a game breaker somehow? You know, and if it's not in the way that he shakes guys, but can he just outrun everyone yeah. and get free? 
Andy and our Rios. expectations are so low that anything he does will be good. It's the key to happiness. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that Keep was the idea, right? Low. As low as, um, as raw as he is, is he a guy that can take the top off the defense? Right. Like, is he Hopefully. someone you could just send on a go? Just go. And he outruns everybody, and boom, you're Wouldn't able to play. Wouldn't it be great if he just turned it, if he had like an amazing year, all of a sudden came out of nowhere? We deserve well, one of those, right? A guy do. to make it. Well, like, it's, it's dependent on who's calling Andy Reid. Gets guys that are fast. He doesn't tell them to just run go. He says, come run a jet sweep. Come, let's run mm -hmm. some play action. Let me throw you a couple tunnel screens. Wrinkles. Wrinkles. Little things to get him touches. Five, six touches. And then when you run the ball, you lull him to sleep. And now you can go deep and you can run a post yeah. or, or a post corner. It's just about how creativity, what, what type of creativity Kevin Stefanski is going to use. And if you talk, take a look at all the skills position, you have to consider who's calling those plays. If you're telling me if it's Andy Reid or Kevin Stefanski, I kind of like Andy Reid, right? Yeah. I, I, I kind of like the offense that, that the, the Buffalo Bills run. They're like, listen, we're going to throw it 50 times. Stop it. And yeah. it kind of works. That's I, and I know but we'll see. We'll see with a new offensive coordinator, right? Yeah, because the yep. Bills offensive coordinator has gone on to New York or to New so Jersey. Let, actually, let's see what impact that has. Good like point. it still bothers me this many years later. I'm 10 years removed from being there. It still bothers me that they're called that we New York have to Giants and the Jets is New York. I know they've been it, in Jersey forever. Yeah, thank you. That's that's New York, though. It's ours. We're claiming yeah, it. But New York yeah. didn't make the decision. It was the teams that made that decision. No, I know, but. I don't know. Were there any state dollars involved in building that stadium? Their head, both teams have, are headquartered in New York, or at least they were. That's why. I that's think they no, no, the way Jets are. In, they were formed in New York, but they right. both moved to the to New Jersey. Right, but and they had their like are, office buildings in New York. That's how they were able to get away with that. For I, don't I just, know, they, I they wonder, keep a PO box there just to keep it street legal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. I Let's, wonder if, if the state of New Jersey gave any money to help build that stadium. I don't know the problem. answer to that. No offense, Aditi, but everybody knows that North Jersey is just a suburb of New York See? anyway. There you go. And everything east of the, the Hudson is the Midwest. Or even true. Yeah. It is or east. awful. When people ask me where I grew up, I say it's uh, 45 minutes from the city and about an hour from Philly. Like I give two big cities that are mm -hmm. in two different states. Yeah. Are you serious, Aditi? You don't stand New Jersey? Come on now. No, I do. You know what's fine? Well, you know what? I was actually born in New York City. So am I? In, I'm a native New Yorker. Yeah, you are. Right? You're allowed. Up in Jersey, but my hometown is officially New York, or is it the town that I went to high school in? Eh. You can claim either one. Whatever Nuggets, you, you're from New Jersey. Where do you tell people you're tax from? Purposes. Oh, New Jersey. You claim Jersey I'll, proudly. I'll live. I'll be buried in New what Jersey. What town are you from? Jersey. For Senate. There's a guy running for Senate in Pennsylvania right now who lives in New Jersey and votes in Turkey. <laughs> I mean, That's it's sort of It's a perfect system. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I think of Jersey, I think of the boss, uh, John Bon Jovi, and McNuggets. I, what that, I think fun, fact, fun fact real quick. So yeah, fun fact. Karate lessons from Bon Jovi's wife as a kid. You took karate lessons from Bon Jovi's? Yeah, I used to be friends with Bon Jovi's kid. Yeah, his, his wife was our karate teacher back That's then. way too and, weird and to and make up. And by the way, the star, the girl, if anybody watches Stranger Things, the main girl, I can't think of the, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, yeah, the yeah. star of that show, is dating John Bon Jovi's son. Are we glossing over that he got karate go. lessons from John Bon Jovi's wife? Can yeah. you tell us just a oh, little sorry, bit about I that? that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a real Dorothy? thing, me and my brother. Dorothea or something? Yes. And we used to have... Uh, Jackie Chan week and we go to their house because he lived about 10 minutes away from me growing up. So you've, you've to... met Bon Jovi. I've never met Bon Jovi. He's a little dude. Kids. He's about your size. Bro. He never Wait wandered into the dojo. I thought Bon Jovi lived in Rumson. Mikey, doesn't yeah, he I'm, live in Rumson? Yeah, I'm 10 minutes away from Rumson. Oh, I didn't realize that. But he's originally from Freehold. Is that right? Or Bruce yeah, is from Yeah, which is like 30 Freehold? minutes oh away God. from Rumson. Can we put, okay. put things, something on the Sorry, bottom of the screen that says UCSS debates origin of Bon Jovi. This man is up and, ra and random New Jersey towns. So are we doing our top five? Yes, we Pat are. Has we to are going to do the yes. ultimate five. Yes, and this is inspired by our resident vegetarian on the show, Aditi Kinkabwala. Oh. So okay. as always, our ultimate five is sponsored by Roundstone Insurance. Roundstone offers a better alternative for affordable quality health care for more than a decade. Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money, an average of 20%. Yeah, 20%. Wow. Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money too. And with the Didi sticking around to, to hang mm -hmm. out with us on the ultimate five today, oh, we figured we'd do the five best vegetables. Aditi, it is, does... You are the, the vegetarian. I claim that nobody really likes vegetables. We tolerate vegetables, but 
you you're a vegetarian do you actually like vegetables or do you tolerate them i love vegetables i actually just had this argument with my husband about the impossible burger which i think is disgusting and i said i don't eat meat so i don't want to eat fake meat i want to eat a veggie burger that tastes like veggies (laughs) i respect that thank you all right that, I agree. that is why she is thin and no, I'm fat. But, you're you know. right. <laughs> but but no, but I, I you know I, I don't is cucumber even count as a vegetable? It's the only vegetable I actually like. It's not on my list, so who cares? <laughs> not yeah. on the list. Let's keep oh, them. All right. Let's let's talk this list. Yeah, let's keep them. We have uh, a guest in studio coming in next. Every day. All right. Especially I don't like cucumbers. It's just not in my top five. All right. What's number five? Number five, carrots. Versatile. You can roast them. You can eat them it's raw. A good vegetable. They're delicious. Carrots are good. They go in salads. You can eat them. It's all bare. I do like carrots. I gotta see what number three is. I go do on. like carrots. Yeah. <laughs> number four, asparagus. They smell like cigarettes. Oh, they I are the smell, worst. So actually, the smell is about you go to the bathroom, it's awful. Like, it's just awful. Go off the rails. Asparagus. Off the rails. Asparagus. Yeah. Even Aditi no, doesn't no, like it. She's a vegetarian. I can't smell. No, no, definitely so not top smells, five. Like, I don't know what it's... You can't know. smell either. You, what do you mean you, you can't took karate smell? Le- I have no sense of smell. You took Your karate story. lessons from Bon Jovi's wife, and you have no sense of smell, and I'm just learning all of this now. And I've crashed Chris Chelios's 4th of July party on Malibu Beach. That's all right, get your next vegetable. I next vegetable. What? Number three, spinach. Ugh, Delicious. Yuck. Horrible. Another one is Popeye. terrible. What is wrong with this child? I mean, I love spinach. I eat a lot of spinach. Okay. I do. Uh, but not, nah, I bro, that's I'm not a All right, Popeye, what's number two? That ain't it. This is a comeback vegetable of the decade. <laughs> comeback. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Steve, let's take it. I do like Brussels uh, sprouts, but they got to be grilled. I do too. I actually yeah. like Brussels sprouts. Just look at that. That's tart. disgusting. My, my wife grills them. No. Will salt and a little oil, delicious. I do I'm love telling it. you right now, Nuggets, if this is cauliflower, number one, I am coming back there. <laughs> well, can we go back to the picture of number two? They look beautiful. Yeah, give me one to second. To me, I they look tremendous. Oh, my God. Those look delicious. You know what it reminds me of? Have you ever seen uh, a bird's nest with, like, a eight different little baby birds? And they're Jay, all waiting uh, to get I only like two vegetables. So don't turn don't me off ruin to the one, one of vegetables. Yeah, don't ruin like, one of Bull's two vegetables. Yeah, right. Good <laughs> Lord, that's, that's yeah. disgusting. Dee, do you like Brussels sprouts, right? I do. I love them. A little oh, like Brussels balsamic sprouts. glaze on them. Exactly. I mean, or you can make them Asian, you know, like in a stir fry. Yeah, I love Brussels there sprouts, actually. And right. Mikey, you're right. That is a comeback vegetable. I never liked them until a few years ago. I hated them now. when I was a kid. Now I love them. Sprouts are hot right now. Wow, comeback vegetables. So it went through a down period. <laughs> it was, it was way, it was used to be boiled as a cafeteria. Oh, they're gross and, boiled. And they're gross. Fried, you gotta, you gotta bake them. Yeah. You haven't said a word. Do you like asparagus? Bro, no. listen, He's sitting out, uh, conscientious objector to the vegetable. The vegetables, not so, touch vegetables. the vegetables are so, so bad. Like, I can't really even comment. Like, I, I, I put on my dating. He's horrified. Nobody that's a vegetarian, I can't date. They could be having all these different, they got rules and regulations. Yeah. Nothing can touch they, anything. They can't touch the meat. They yeah. can't touch the hand. They use different spoons. They'd be like, they'd be judging you while you eating the steak. It's a nightmare. Steak. I'm like, bro, I'm not a bad person. I just like this cow. I mm-hmm. like cow. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to eat a veggie wrap. Yeah. I don't want mustard, mayo, and cucumbers shredded on a grilled pita. I don't want that. <laughs> All right, number one. Mike. You know well, before really I give you my number like, one. I Wait, hold on one go, second. Go ahead, I said to my son, I said to my six-year-old the other day, I was like, honey, do you want a grilled cheese or you want a dead chicken? <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. So, loaded question, Loaded question. Yeah. Yeah. I might have said, or do you want a murdered chicken? Oh my God! He's a murdered chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went with murdered chicken. My six-year-old's father was not very happy about that. Uh, no, <laughs> murdered. Aditi, chicken. before I give my number one, Tainting I'm curious. What is your favorite vegetable? What's your number one? Oh gosh. Well, I hope that this isn't broccoli or cauliflower. It is my not. number one. That's so hard. That's like asking who's your favorite child. I think that there are some things that are missing. Everybody has on one, there. Um, Outback blooming onion. Ew. No. no. All right. I, will... I do. I do love cucumbers. I love celery. I love peppers, like green or red or yellow, orange peppers. Mm. Um, sweet mm-hmm. potatoes. Those are vegetables. I love those. Um, butternut squash. That's a vegetable that I love. Well, none I don't of those know. How's the chat doing right That's now? None of those are my Mike's a big one. fan of butternut. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. I didn't think sweet potatoes really heads. counted. It's so a vegetable. Okay. My number one vegetable. A summer smash, 
Oh, I love corn. Good Good Jersey corn. Weight Watchers does not consider corn a vegetable. I, I got well, it. it is a vegetable. I know it is. It has a lot of carbs. You finish it's, pretty it's strong. A, it's an unhealthy vegetable. You yeah, finish strong. Well, that's why no, it's but but I love it. Corn is the best. He's right. To, you know what we need, Mikey? We need somebody to bring Jersey corn into studio, like fresh oh, Jersey corn. Terrible, There's man. nothing like it. No, she's right. I always used to. I'm from Ohio. I always thought that we had the best sweet corn. But I lived in Jersey for a decade, and I was blown away when I had yeah. Jersey corn. I'm like, this is right there with Ohio. I'm not going to say it's better than Ohio, Aditi, but it's, it's – What? It, no, it's not. That's because you're biased. Well, Sorry. listen, have you had Ohio corn? Is this one of the uh, – no, Bulls never had me over for corn Ooh. on the cover. Never had you over. I've invited you over five times. You've turned me down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Really My open God. about it. Now it's six. Yes. Uh-huh. We have, I don't know if it's five. I've invited her over a couple of times. Training camp. Training camp, training camp. It's definitely right. happening. I Sounds good. We, good. Have, we have one more real quick, Aditi. This is, I had to add it. Steve, take it, please. Okay. This is the worst vegetable. And this is a what? personal <laughs> take at Jay, who, Jay, where's your celery? Pull it up. I've this already eaten it. He already ate it oh, today. Abysmal. He brings it's in a bag terrible. of celery every day. It's Look at that disgusting, reaction. and you should be punished Honestly, for eating celery on a daily basis. I eat it every day. No. Every I disagree. I prefer. I like a celery you know, Jay, in a soup. It gives love. it a little kick. Go ahead. I Aditi. love ants on a log. You ever have that ants on a log? You put a little peanut butter sure, in that's... the celery, and then you put some little raisins, and it looks like ants on a log. Delicious. Yes, I Delicious. love it too. I, I have a little thing of peanut butter that I dip my celery in every day. I eat it about ten o'clock in the morning. We get to watch. Perfect. I love it. I like celery and carrots in a matzo ball soup. That's a good deal. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where's where, why am I not being represented here? I'm 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 Uh-oh. just totally. Where do, where is the collard greens? Look at, at that kid who What's made up? the list. Look at that kid who you, made the you list. You put her. You put her on. The, you put. You show her face. You show her face over there. I yeah. Collard greens. Where yeah. are you at? Talk Mike, to me. Mikey grew up with that, did you, Mike? Yeah, you think he had a lot of collard greens? McNuggets <laughs> is going, wait a minute, what? What did he I just love say? collard greens. <laughs> he grew up in a hick town in New Jersey. There you Come go. On. Where are the it's black eyed cheese? There you is. I need that. Collard greens are delicious. There's no, right, there's no anti-collard hey, guys, green here. Next time I'm in studio, I want G to bring me in some collard greens. You cook them, buddy? Oh uh, no, I got. But I got all kind of aunts and uncles. I got all. <laughs> it's on deck. All I right. just need that. Now we can't just eat collard greens. Now we see my our, our collard greens got meat in them. There's mm. neck bones oh, in them. Oh, you do them with ham. There's there's ham. It's seasoned. Yeah, you can do turkey. If you, I'm not if, eating anything. Yeah. Neck bone. Hey, look, I'm out. Neck bones. I'm out. Neck bone. The collard greens I'll do. Yeah. Neck bone. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going there. Collard greens. I'm going to G's house for Thanksgiving. Hey, so McNuggets, oh, McNuggets is telling me that if we don't land the plane now, we're going to crash. All right, we got to go. So, Aditi, okay. thank you. Aditi, love when you. can we have you do a top? Aditi, next week, we want you Corn to give bread. a top five list. Can yeah. we get that? Okay. Five best perfect. fruits. Aditi's five best fruits okay. next Tuesday. No, no, no. Perfect. It doesn't have to be fruits. Whatever she wants to yeah, do. You can be any the top food. five list. And, and you okay. bring it and, and, you and let we'll us, judge it. And you let us know when you come in, and I'll get you some, some non-neck bone collard greens. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> Aditi, right, have a great, right. have a great weekend. Tell them I say hi. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll see you, Aditi. Bye. All right. Um, we're going to do our uh, – now we're doing – we have to do good bet, bad bet. Be very ready? quickly, then we'll get Pat McManaman in. Very good. So, let's get the standings up, Steve. Just a quick update. We've skipped it the last two days. G's still in the lead, but Bull making a Uh-oh. furious comeback wow. here. Was Only Bull 3-0 two days in a row? He went 2-1. Two 2-1. and one. Two, and one. two days in a row. And you went 1-2, and two. yeah. So, he's picking the games here. So, with today's game, Steve, let's get to 75. Skip the Stinger. We got to run here, brother. We got to run. All right, <laughs> never mind. Stinger's stinger. going to play. It's playing. Stinger We're going to run with the Stinger. Yeah. The first game... There's the standings again. Mike Polk's still the leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> so First strange. game here. Guardians, uh, one-and-a-half-run favorites over the Rockies, and everyone on this said the same thing. So Damn we're going to go with good bet, I believe. Steve, let's cut to the next one, please. We're getting there, guys. We're we'll getting there. there. We'll get there. Everybody's no, Polk good. was the only oh, – oh, Polk? Polk went against well, well, you know what? That means Polk, that means that that's – that's the way it's going to turn out. We, we don't know. We'll 22 see. 22 and 7. This is no longer a fluke. Right. You're sandbagging it. Mm-hmm. We know that you're an expert. I'm still voting for fluke. 22 right. and 7 right. is not an accident. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with both. You've got enough at-bats to be qualified <laughs> Okay. All right, All right. Next one. Warriors plus 4 at Boston. Are they going to close it out tonight? Ooh. Polk the only dissenter again. Yeah, I'm a real contrarian. I'm not today. liking my chances right <laughs> no, now. You'll be all right. You guys will be all right. I, just, I was just being ornery. 
All right, and the last one. And last one, over three and a half, three-pointers for Steph Curry tonight. That's good. Who did not make a three-pointer in his last game for oh, the first time in 233 mm-hmm. games. Yeah. You guys all agreed, good bet around. I would have said, I'm surprised that line was so low. Yeah, I would have said it at yeah. five. Because he always goes crazy after he the three has of a us game made the same picks. I know. So there's no, gonna be there'll no be no ground. gaining for yep. anybody. All right. For all right. Let's take yeah. a break. Yeah. We got Pat coming back. Deshaun Watson talk. You Pat, Pat McMenamin, right. some strong thoughts. Some strong thoughts. Where on were the whole tomatoes? Deshaun Watson situation. That's next.